This week we're off to El Salvador and a coffee that's about to make an appearance in the World Barista Championships with our very own Mr. Dale Harris. It's also going to be a veritable feast of Dale Harris this week. My name is Steve Layton and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. So, to give him his full name, Juan Jose Ernesto Mendez, um, can we just call him Neto because it's much easy, uh, belongs to a fourth generation of coffee farmers in his family. Um, his father died in 1995 and after completing his university studies, Neto took over from the, from the family farms and also had the opportunity to work at Jay Hill um, in 2000 and also at J-Cell, which are two very, very famous privately owned mills in El Salvador. Uh, both of these companies gave him an opportunity to kind of like, see farming from another perspective and allow him to learn the art and passion of cupping, uh, which so many producers don't learn how to cup. Um, he says that those experiences he had um, gave him the opportunity to apply that knowledge into coffee growing. And without learning how to cup, he'd never been able to uh, do the things that he's done, uh, which I found super interesting. Um, during his time in the coffee, coffee world, he loves to compete. He competed uh, in the Cup of Excellence. Uh, he's been on the national jury since 2003 to 2011. Uh, he's a Q grader. Um, he's a, a superstar cupper um, and kind of super well known for his cupping abilities with SCAA and uh, CQI. Um, this farm, La Brumas, uh, is located 45 to 60 minutes from Santa Ana City. Um, and he has a cultivated area of 60 hectares um, and ranges in altitude from 1,450 metres to 1,700 metres above sea level. Produces around about 600 bags of coffee each year and has an area of around about 35 hectares of virgin mountain kind of forest land, uh, which is located 1,700 metres to 2,000 metres above sea level. The farm is located in the Sonsonate department, um, which is kind of very well-known coffee-growing region and Los Brumas is probably most particularly picked out for being very rich in volcanic soil, very fertile um, and very different to the uh, Ilapaneca kind of uh, mountain range area that we buy most of our coffee from. Um, one of the most important elements of the microclimate is that it gets very misty so um, at different times of the day in mornings and evenings you see a particular mist come over the farm. Um, which drops the temperatures quite rapidly. Uh, and this is why Ernesto decided to call the farm Las Brumas. Um, when it's warm, you get super warm air coming in from the Pacific Ocean. And this, you can see the Pacific Ocean from the farm. And when the clouds come in from that ocean and they hit the mountain where the coffee farm is, it just creates a whole heap of uh, rain and different microclimates within it. Due to its location between the three volcanoes in El Salvador, that affects it even more, but it also affects the amount of daylight that the coffee trees receive. Um, it changes a whole heap of things, it gives you this very unique set of circumstances. And what it does, it tends to slow down the photosynthesis of the uh, coffee tree, which improves the maturation process of the cherries, uh, which in turn improves some of the attributes, attributes, attributes um, of the coffee in the cup. So sweetness, acidity, and flavor. Um, this coffee, 
is pretty unique as it was produced as part of a brand new and really exciting Los Brumas Wild Coffee project. The idea of the project is to use forest land um, for coffee production, but in a very thoughtful and careful way. So as not to remove any of the flora, fauna, none of the uh, canopy of trees. Um, and so the place remains primarily a forest. Now this does affect the speed of growth of the coffee. There's lots of shade. But it also provides its own fertilization system with leaves hitting the ground and kind of breaking down and the forest floor goodness, um, you know, the constant supply of twigs that continues to enrich the soil, um, which is really interesting. But that slow maturation I talked about a few minutes ago is increased because of the lack of sunlight uh, coming through that uh, tree canopy, which makes for a super interesting cup of coffee. So we're back here doing a, uh, another snozzer in the bowl. And why am I doing a snozzering bowl so soon after last week? Well, because I love doing it and this coffee is perfect for smelling. Um, so uh, SL28 from uh, El Salvador, which is kind of weird. Um, it's kind of good to really do this because if you actually grind it up, you're gonna smell some real hints in what's to come in the cup. So first off, your smell is super floral. Like, it's like a little posse of flowers have been mashed around in there. And I'm going to be specific with it because I know how it tastes and it reminded me of what that aroma is. And it's real violets. You get a real kind of like violet, strong perfumed flower come through. And it's sweet. Like, you really get some of that sweetness come through. And again, I know what it's going to be because I've tasted it and it helps me piece the two together. Um, but for me, it's like really creamy and sweet and reminds me very much of a Kinder Egg. I know, I love that as a descriptor though, so I had to use it. So, um, and you also get a lot of kind of like sweet candy. So think, you know, like jelly sweets and kind of like Haribo kind of sweetness in there as well. It's an amazing coffee. Now I've smelt it, all I want to do is brew it. So this varietal is a hybrid of Bourbon and Elum Ethiopian varietals developed by Scott Labs. Uh, Scott Labs was a lab that was set up in the colonial years, um, named after Henry Scott, uh, who was a missionary in Kenya, not named after Scotland as many people think, who did a lot of work on varietals in the 1930s. Uh, very typical of Kenya. Um, you'll find it everywhere it, uh, where it was introduced, um, but you start to see plantings in Central and South America of those wanting to experiment, like uh, Ernesto, who wants to experiment with it in uh, El Salvador. Fairly open to leaf rust and pest, and not a very high yielding plant, but kind of desired for its uh, high cup quality, um, and has some of the most treasured cups uh, that you can find. And um, yeah, we see more and more of this appear all over Central South America. So I'm joined by the UK barista champion. That, that looks you, Dan. Oh. <laughs> Which is exciting. Um, congratulations on UKDC. Um, and now you're in Korea. I'm in Korea. Yeah, right. it, lo it looks a lot closer to Stafford than I thought. This may have been filmed a little bit before Korea, uh, but you're competing in the World Barista Championships. I am. November 9th. How exciting. How exciting. You're, what time are you on in UK time? Is it? I, I haven't done the maths. So it's 4.17 in the afternoon in Korea. Oh, and we are yeah. five hours ahead, yeah. six hours ahead. 
So it's going to be about so, lunchtime ish. Yeah. Isn't yeah. Follow Twitter and Instagram to find out when Dale's on and you'll be able to watch him, uh, watch him compete. Um, there is a live stream of it all, isn't there? There'll be a live stream, there'll be links on my Facebook, on Steve's Facebook. Yeah. Or the Facebooks. And, and the, the face ache and the what's page mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So um, the coffee that we're doing today. It's kind of related to the coffee that you're going to be competing with, isn't it? It is indeed. It's, so it's from the same part of the farm. It is uh, the forest grown. You've just got a slightly different lot that we're going to release uh, afterwards. Yeah. And it's only going to be available for those people who... It's not going to be in my mug, basically. And that's because it's quite a small lot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah so it's... Well, it's a smaller lot. Yes. So like it's like... Vanessa does everything well and in a usable quantity. So I've used... In competition before, I've used lots. They were like 20 kilos, and that's all there was. And then it arrives, and I use 18 of it getting ready, and there's only two left, and everything's stressful. So there's a slightly bigger lot than that. There's a good few bags of it, but it's a limited quantity. Not enough for an in-mind mug subscription, no. basically. It's, yeah. So it's going, to be, it's going to be out there now, and they can buy it on the website now. But this is the same, same, same part. It was just one that was separated off as a, a special competition lot for you. Um, why have you gone for this coffee? What, what was the thing that drove you towards it? So partly because I trust people who know coffee better than me, like you and Ernesto, the farmer. To oh, then no, he's smart. Yeah. Like, I am, I am fairly good at making coffee. I've got better as time has gone on, but I don't know everything that's out there and what's coming. And it is normally when we want to get ready for competition, we want the most exciting thing that's coming in. So normally I have to put a little bit of trust there. I was very untrustworthy with this one, so I was like, oh, like I want to taste everything. And was and it like eight, everything. nine coffees we tasted? Yeah. yeah, and it was like, and you know, I think six of those coffees were ones that are already on the website, a couple will be on the website now, yeah. uh, but it was one of the most exciting tables I've tasted in forever, because everything there was exciting for a different reason, was stand out and shiny, but this one was probably the most balanced, mm-hmm. and the most kind of dynamic flavor range. Definitely, there's lots of depth of flavour in this one, isn't there? And there's a lot going on. Like every time I go back to it, I find something new in there and something different. But I'm saying that it's super consistent as well. And it's also like it varies the balance you want for espresso. So it's not like sometimes you'll cup things and it's a really interesting flavour, and then you run it through espresso, and all you get is that interesting flavour and nothing else. Yeah. And this one has the structure and the balance you need to make that work. That's fantastic. So should we get you to pull some shots and then we'll taste it? So um, while Dale makes the shots. We're going to speed it up and then we'll come back with espresso and cappuccino. Or maybe I'm that fast. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Tech skills. Nice little joke there. Well, that, that was super quick. Oh yeah. If like, you can I do get, all 12 drinks in that time, you're gonna have loads of I need the time to get some other things I wanna do. Yeah. Do you really wanna hold it or do you wanna put it in? Uh, uh, you just looked uncomfortable. I don't like you being uncomfortable. So as the barista champion of the United Kingdom, I think you should have first taste of the espresso. Can we do the milk first? Yeah, if you want to. You choose the course. So. I, like, I like people doing milk first. Yeah. So you've gone for quite a small drink. This is the size that you're going to use in competition, isn't it? Like one of the new rules in barista competition is you can choose the size of your milk drink and not just be a cappuccino. Why have you gone a little smaller? So it's only a tiny bit smaller. Like it, it, the, mm-hmm. the cups are a little deceiving, but that's 140 ml. Yeah. 
And the idea is that it, it's not far off your very traditional Italian cappuccino, but just enough that the coffee flavor comes through enough. We're using 2% fat milk, so those flavors are a more constant and clear. Um, but it's still a nice milky drink. Like it's milk, milk is a dominant flavor part of that drink. And we want to embrace that. I think that's something we've seen a lot of competitors move towards, like not necessarily changing it so much, but just pulling back the milk a little bit so you get the more flavors come through. And I love milk drinks that size. Mm. I don't like buckets of milk, you know, and yeah, it's eight, eight ounces is probably a little too much milk for me. Well, that's, that's really nice. So what are you getting in the cappuccino? What flavors? Uh, so it's a really nice butteriness, like mm. beyond just the milk flavor, there's something in the coffee. Yeah. So like a gentle round kind of brown butter, uh, a little bit of, like a tiny bit of hazelnut, and that's not a bad thing, uh, and brown sugar. Mm. Um, and then now there's like a little fruit kind of like, um, Ed, one of our roasters, came up with a good description for it, which is like apple strudel. Mm -hmm. It's like a little bit of stewed apple, like slightly sweeter than that, but clean fruit kind of flavor. And how does it differ in milk to the competition lot that you're using for your competition? What differences are there? So I think it's mostly about intensity. Yeah. So it's similar flavors. It's just some of them are a little, let's say, spikier in the competition lot. Yeah. And some of them are softened a little bit and the other way around with this lot. So neither one is is better or worse, but there are different peaks or different things that get well, on, on a cupping on the second lot of roasting that we did, we actually preferred this lot to the yeah. other one and then we changed the roast to get it to somewhere else again. So espresso, do you wanna do you wanna dive in? Oh man, can't stir it. Uh -huh. okay. I think that shows the difference between what the milk drink does is the milk is Milk masks lots of flavors, mm. so your first impression of this is so different yeah. to the other one. Um, here it's all like hints of like berries and weird fruits. Um, you had a good description for the fruit. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? for me, very Haribo for me as well. That yeah. kind of false fruit flavor, unofficial and intense. Exactly, yeah. but sweet at the same time because it's a really sweet cup. And like one of my favorite descriptors that isn't mine, unfortunately, and I wish it was, but I've, I've stolen it for this is, it has a creaminess to it and it does have a sweetness and it very reminiscent of like that, like Kinder Egg, yeah. kind of like you know, white chocolate, milk chocolate kind of mixed together. But the acidity is like really dominant, but like not, so your eyes are popping out your head, yeah. it's there, but actually the sweetness and the creaminess all work together in that balance thing that yeah. we were talking like, about before. Like this is, acidity is higher than sweetness, like it, like it has that balance, mm -hmm. but as soon as he doesn't move in the sourness at all. Yeah, not at all, not at all. That's, that's really good. I hope you present that to judges this week. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, no, really good. Dale, huge congratulations. I mean, people who know you, know you, you love barista competition, you competed for a, a, a little while, and it's like, this is your opportunity on the world stage. And I think I will, along with everybody else, wish you the very best in it. Um, Looking forward to seeing what you present and the sink drink. We've kind of got a lot of craziness going on in yeah, front no of us here. No, where we, we are currently uh, having tables built and all sorts. We Gareth and Makersmith, yeah. putting a little plug there. We've got some excellent prospects work going on right now. I think making a whole table to take to career is really good. Two tables. Two tables to career, even Lots better. Even better. Super cheap. Yes, yeah, super cheap. But no, I, I wish you the very best in the competition. I'm really pleased that you're using this coffee, and I know that Ernesto is as well, and he's 100% behind it. And what, whatever happens, I'm sure we'll be super proud of what you do. But win! Please win! It's all about the fufferot. The fufferot? Fufferot.
Is that the science? Some science. Dale's full of science in his presentation. So competition, lots of people can buy on the website now. Um, you're drinking the, one of the, the same varietal and the same lot, it's just slightly different. This one was prepared separately for the competition. Um, so yeah, thank you very much Dale. Thank you for watching. And do remember, life is too short for bad barista competitions. <laughs>